Welcome to Talking Absolute Worship, where two of the finest uh, preachers, I like to say that because there's just two of us, um, from from, uh, the URC Eastern Synod, are here to talk to you about Lent 1. So Anne, what thoughts have you got for us this week? Well, I think because it's Lent 1, I I always want to start with thinking about what am I doing through Lent this year? And uh, I've I've been musing actually this year, um, particularly as to whether Lent is maybe one of the most important times for us at the moment um, in the Christian year. Um, I think it because of not just this year, but but because of everything that we've been going through, because Lent is that time when we think about wilderness. Um, and I think we are living very much in wilderness. Um, and last year, I um, gave I gave us the phrase um, for the churches that I serve of um, the wilderness takes its toll. What will nurture us in this time? And that's kind of something that I'm carrying forward for this year as well. Um, but this year, I'm particularly picking up um, on um, actually it's the title of a Richard Raw book, which is a lever and a place to stand. Um, which comes from the Archimedes quote, which is, give me a place to stand and a lever long enough and I will move the world. And Richard Raw picks this up as this idea that if we have if we have the right place to stand and the tools that we need, we can actually live in the times that we are living in. So that's what I'm picking up. So the question I've been asking myself as I've been preparing for Lent 1 is... Um, what are what what lever what place to stand does does any of the texts give us um and the place where i was really drawn and it's not surprising because i often am in lent is to the psalm um so i remember last year i used psalms i didn't use the lectionary psalms i actually used psalms that were that i found found myself drawn to through lent um and this year i'm starting to find ah i'm looking at the psalms again so i i found myself really drawn um to psalm 32 which is the psalm for this week um and the way that it talks about um sin and forgiveness um and um the way that it encourages us to acknowledge our sin um and the power that confession can bring to us um and i was listening this um a few days ago to something on the radio and i can't remember for the life of me the name of the writer but this writer had written um that prayer is 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 a weakness and we must never show our weakness so prayer is very bad and i found, I found myself in the car thinking ah no this is terrible <laughs> this is terrible because actually there's something about prayer and weakness and saying to god actually yes this is what i'm struggling with this is where i've messed up and this psalm struck me very much as that um and of course has that wonderful the line about god being our hiding place so um and then it, the response from god in psalm 32 is is god has this longing for us to be the people that god knows we can be so so i thought ah this is an interesting what is the lever and the place to stand here and i thought well the place to stand is that god is the ground that we stand on the air that we breathe the love that we share but also the place that we can hide um, and that sometimes actually we need that refuge. So as soon as I hear the word refuge, I go to this amazing book by Patrick Otoma called In the Shelter, which is just stunning, absolutely stunning. And uh, and I found a wonderful collect here, um, which I'm just going to read. God of watching, whose gaze I doubt and rally against both but in which I take refuge, despite my limited vision. 
shelter me today against the flitting nature of my own focus and help me find a calm kind of standing. And when I falter, which is likely, give me the courage and the kindness to begin again with hope and coping. For you are the one whose watchfulness is steady. And so I think where I will probably be mostly drawn is to that psalm and exploring refuge. Um, and one of the things I always do during Lent is I, I say less and focus more on the liturgy. So I, I, I kind of think, yeah, don't blather on Anne, just, <laughs> just a bit, and then actually focus much more on the liturgy. So that's where I'm starting um, and that oh. will grow. I'm not sure what that'll go alongside at the moment. So what was the, there was a line about the, the flitting nature of my thoughts or something mm. where I thought, oh yeah, that is me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> flitting around. Yeah, I know. It's wonderful, it's just, isn't it? It's beautiful, that. So is the is yeah. the book a series of collects or reflections and collects and things? No, um, Patrick O'Toole's book, In the Shelter, is it's called Finding a Home in the World. It's It's poems, it's prayers, it's um, narrative about his own life and his own faith struggles and explorations and excitements um, and obviously you know um, ministers in the URC heard him speak last year at the minister's residential um, I mean he's one of my theological heroes um, I just find his honesty um, beautiful and this this book is is a wonderful a wonderful way to to embrace um a lot of the stuff that he does so i dip into that quite a bit yes and i think oh, I, I love what you said as well about just letting saying less and letting the liturgy yeah. speak and actually yes. just having a big space around that collect or reading it a few times i think yeah. i think is just helpful on its own isn't it that about the, the being is. kind to yes. ourselves and and I loved what you said about God being that kind of safe place on which we stand and I think yes. we really need to hear that a lot at the moment yeah I think we do which is why I think Lent is that that real opportunity for us to actually focus on how do we live in the times that we're living in how do we live in wilderness because we are living in wilderness constantly and Lent gives us six solid weeks to really you know, in in our in our past to pastorally care for our congregation congregations, I should say. Um, you know, in that time, yes. Mm. I know that um, quite a long time ago now, I did um, a scrapbooking challenge group, paper crafting oh, group, yeah. where where we would um, once a fortnight, I think it was, produce something based on scripture or something to do with faith and I remember the time when I said and it was people from um, Australia a couple from the UK and a few from um, the states and I said I'd like us to focus on Lent and one of the American Christians said what is Lent oh, and, I, and I just it was wow. just what kind of what kind of church doesn't yeah. do Lent I mean, yeah. I, I was very polite and I just explained it all, but it was, it felt extraordinary to me that yeah. you can be a Christian. It's it's like doing, going from Palm Sunday to Easter Sunday without Holy yes. Week for me. Holy Week, yeah. You know, because yep. we need, we need some of that. Yeah. Um, And so, you know, it is a time to think about and, and focus. It's a long time. 
It is. <laughs> Maybe we it need is. that. It's a long time, 40 yeah. days, to yeah. think about um, what's going on um, and what we might say. Particularly if you give something up. And quite often I say it's not just about giving something up, it's taking something on. But yeah. actually giving something up does remind us that it's a long time. It does. And that, it does. And that the struggle that it can be. Yes. And I'd also say to people, I know you can not do not do the giving up on a Sunday because then they're feast days or whatever. But actually yeah. saying, can I commit to, to doing something costly? That yes. might be giving something up and that might be taking something on for 40 days is a really helpful Christian discipline. It is, isn't it? And there's something about that, that, that yeah, that costliness, because I think one of the issues for us at the moment is we've got into the place of of life. Life was quite comfortable for an awful lot of people. Um, and actually, over the last three, four years, it's become uncomfortable yeah. for most people. Um, and yeah actually we need to face up yes so what where's where does faith come into that yeah so i i might i might talk a bit about um genesis yeah it, it's quite useful to talk about um when there are children around about consequences yes so and um when i was when i was working in school and doing lent i once did the thing of getting a tube of toothpaste and you can squeeze the toothpaste out and then say right now put it back in and you can't <laughs> and that. it's that thing of actually sometimes you have to it's impulse it's a hard thing to work on yes. especially when you're a child but um but it's useful to to kind of think about sometimes isn't it? you know there are consequences yeah and and in the in the story of genesis i always feel sorry for but even quite a lot of, you know, there's a lot of depth to this story yes. about who did what and who gets the blame yes. and what was happening in the first place. And why did God say you can't do it to start with? Because yes. that's just the, that's <laughs> just, you know. Holding it up there. <laughs> it's the red paint. It's the wet paint sign or the red button. That's sometimes I say, not the red paint. Yes. You know, all yes. of those things that will just get us to, it's so easy to be tempted yes. to do things. And and in the heat of the moment, not easy to think about the consequences. Um, and it can feel unfair that there are things that we're, we're not allowed to mm. do or to be. But sometimes mm. I guess we just have to say, because that's what's good for us. Yes. <laughs> and as adults, yes. um, with free will, we can find that quite hard sometimes. Why does it have to be this way? As a synod moderator, sometimes <laughs> I find, you know, churches go, why do we have to do it like this? I kind of go, because they're the rules. And mm. um, sometimes I don't like those rules either. But if mm. we're going to be a society or a, a church in relationship, sometimes yes. we just have to understand that we can't always have it our way and it can be painful. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about there's something strong in this, the, the Genesis story about living in community um, and that, that if I was looking for a lever and a place to stand in this one, I'd say that it's something about reflecting on the struggles and joys of being human, that it's it's, you know, discovering the impact, as you say, the consequences. And and maybe we need all that for our human development, because actually, you know, that's part of how we how we grow, isn't it? Yeah. And then um, then. Obviously, I'd probably look at the um, 
the story of Jesus in the desert. And it's funny how every year when the feeding of the 5,000 comes up, I go, oh, what am I going to say this time? And I don't get that as much with this. And I don't know why, because it's still the same story. Yeah, I get it yeah. slightly, you know, you can go down the, well, I think you find this year in Matthew, it says this, whereas last year in Luke, it was a bit different or conflate them all together. Um, it's one of those where I think it can be useful to ask the congregation to, what do you remember of this story? Yes. Before yes. they hear it. Yes. Because it's really interesting just to, to know what is it that stood out in this? Yes. And what, what hasn't? Yes. And, and I think you have to know a congregation. I can't do that as a visiting preacher. No, I can imagine. It sounds like yes. I am putting them to the test, as it were. <laughs> Um, the moderator came and asked us difficult <laughs> questions. We did not ask her back. <laughs> but, um, but I think if 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 it's a congregation that know you and are comfortable, yeah, so they know it's not a test. It's let's see what we know about this together. Yes, and and why is it that these things have stood out to us and some of the other details haven't? Yes, and can, you know, is the order of the testing important? I don't know. I don't know whether yeah. it is or not. I think but, that can be quite useful. Yes. I, I was struck as I was reading the Matthew one about the power of the conversation that goes on in it. Um, and there's the because there's something about acknowledging um, what's happening um, and, and holding strong to what you know and standing on God. And, and again, my lever and place to stand was coming in. There's something there about um, being honest, which links with the psalm for me as well. Um, this, I think in all readings for this, there's something about the struggle of being human, yeah, that that flows through, and how do we how do we live basically? I guess as people of people of faith, um, yeah. And I think and with the first um, temptation, where Jesus could eat something, the thought of going forty hours without food is it's yes. <laughs> enough for me, let alone um, forty days. But that. But that choosing to to be faithful, yes, to what he feels he's been called to do, which is to go into the desert to fast, and that made me think of of a phrase. Sometimes we need to be hungry, mm. and I find that quite helpful to say. Like actually, that. you know, to be in relationship with Jesus, it's not always about the fatted calf, and it's not always being. It, yeah, it's it's again, life doesn't have to be easy. Um, yes. Someone who's now a bishop of somewhere used to have, we used to be in an email group together, and he'd always say, Jesus says, I've come to comfort the afflicted and to afflict the comfortable. Mm. And I always say, that's part, mm. you know, if we're comfortable, we shouldn't be. Yes. <laughs> Christians, yes. unless we're really in need of that healing balm um, yes. that, that yes. Jesus brings. And the fact that, that, um, the, the devil or the tempter tries to say, if you're God's son, kind of putting that doubt in. Yes. And that's Ooh, yes. very much part of, of uh, well, my Christian journey. And I, th and I think it's important to acknowledge that, that that's an allowable thing. Jesus does find a way to, Jesus doesn't, cleverly doesn't go, well, no, I think I do, and starts that conversation. But Jesus just answers with scripture. Yes. And has that way of, of kind of, annoying sometimes in in other yes. places but just mm. knowing knowing when this is a time for discourse and when it's yes. a time to reframe it Re reframe he, it he's reframing yes. here
Yeah, I know what you mean. Yes, so it's not. Yes, it's not so much conversation in a, a bit to and froing, but in a, I'm going to acknowledge what's going on, but I'm going to. I know where I'm standing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I think, and I think, knowing that there's um, forgiveness and grace as well as temptation, because sometimes in all of this, what Lent does is just make us feel really, really yes. bad about ourselves. Yes. Yes. And, and there is, there is. We knew we do need some of that. We do, and quite often on Lent one, I will do the imposition of ashes if people haven't mm. been to an Ash Wednesday service because I do think that sense of mm. no reminder of our mortality and who we are is important. Mm. But I read one of my favourite go-to people on the net is someone called David Lopes, who who does working preacher. And, oh, yeah. and in these readings this time, he talks about so much that it's about relationships. I just want to read a little bit mm. of what he says is that um, Jesus takes refuge in an identity founded and secured through his relationship with God, a relationship that implies absolute dependence on God and identification with all others. Jesus will be content to be hungry as others are hungry, dependent on God's word and grace for all good things. He'll be at risk and vulnerable as are all others, finding safety in the promises of God. And he'll refuse to define himself or seek power apart from his relationship with God, giving his worship and allegiance only to the Lord God who created and sustains him. And I think there's that, there's that helpful sense of, yes, this is a time of testing. This is a time of really being aware of who we are. But it might also be a time to reframe our relationship with God, if you like, a reminder of whose we are. Mm, and he goes mm. on to say, um, perhaps, perhaps what we need to remind people of this week is, is that at baptism, God declared us worthy of love, dignity and respect and has pledged to be with us and for us for our whole lives. And I just wondered whether this time as well as the imposition of ashes, so to do that quite early on in the service, but that near the end, either on top of or as a kind of washing away of that that cross of, of death, if you like, mm. um, we'd have we'd have the water of baptism on our forehead as well to remind us that, that yes. there's something there's something more than failure. In all yes. of this, this because yes. I think test, yes. whenever I think about testing, maybe it's just how I did in exams at times, or how what exams make me feel like is failure. What yeah. what they do is they find out how little I know. So that word test yeah, is, is probably mean. in my it's, head. Yes. Like that. yes. And that takes me to the Romans reading. I was just thinking that. Yes. Which again, what I always do is when I go, Oh, that's really heavy. <laughs> Um, when I was at Mansfield, we tried, <laughs> those of us in my cohort, it, Oxford's a weird place to, to learn to be a minister because mm. you, you have your um, ministerial formation course and then you've got the option of going to the undergraduate lectures. Mm. And we found that it's really difficult to sustain both. Mm. But we started off, because in our first year, so we'd go and listen to... Um, N.T. Wright or Tom right. when he's being Tom Wright he's it his accessible self but when he was <laughs> his lectures right. on yeah. Romans that would be he could do two or three on 
Romans 5, 12 to 19. So it does make me, I kind of struggle yes. with Romans because I had to think really hard about it and I'm no good at that. So I go to the message and then then it's understandable to me. Yeah, I remember you said that before. Mm, very wise. And I like the bit at the end where it says, here it is in a nutshell, just as one person did wrong and got us into all this trouble with sin and death, another person did it right and got us out of it. But more than just getting us out of trouble, he got us into life. One man mm. said no to God and put many people in the wrong. One man said yes to God and put many in the right. And I think that, so I mm. might actually use Romans mm. along with the mm. the um, temptations of Jesus. Yes. And I may use the the message mm. alongside one of the more, this is what he's saying. And, and you know, I always think about the Messiah bits when, when I hear that Romans passage yes. as well. Yes, exactly. Um, yes. Yes. In my head. But I think it helps. They that's why we have the lecture because they then complement each other. Yes, they and do. Think about they do. That. Yes. Um, but yes. yeah, I've never I've never done lots of that warmth of relationship for Lent one. It's usually been austerity. And yeah. I guess this year we need to and and I love what you said about accepting we are in the wilderness. Yeah. But actually it's it's only forty days. Yes. It yes. feels like longer, yes. and and it, in that other sense, it is longer because life yeah, because is really life tough. Is wilderness. Yeah, for, for all yeah. of us at the moment, and for what what does it mean to be church at the moment? Yes, but we're not on our own in it, and I think mm. that's the bit of the the reminder of our baptism might help. I think it is, isn't it? I've put down here with the Romans passage, my lever and place to stand in the Romans passage is God's grace working in our messy lives and our messy world. So that sense that whatever else is going on, God's grace is, is at work as well. Yeah. Have you come across Charcoal Gospel? Um, no. Now, this is Neil Thurgood. Oh. And it's uh, it's pictures, which I'm struggling at the moment to get onto my computer because I don't have a little CD drive. And so I've got to sort that out. But I use the, the there's a little booklet that goes with it with prayers. And it has, I've used it now. Well, uh, if I use it again this year, which I think I am going to, um, his Ash Wednesday liturgy, it, litany, is wonderful. And I've used it all the way through Lent because it starts off, remember, remember that we are dust and to dust we shall return. And then it goes through all of that, you see. And, that's, and it, it, it's written a beautiful, beautiful litany there. And then it goes, remember all of this and remember there is more. Remember that God loved the world so much that he gave his son. Remember whoever believes in him will not perish. And then it goes on. Um, remember that God knows and names each one of us and we are precious in God's sight. Remember the scope and truth of our forgiveness and that forgiveness is our gift to share. Remember that we are dust and in the grace of God we live. Um, oh, so I've I've thank you, Neil. I've, I've used that now. This will be the third Lent that I use that each week through Lent, which kind of brings us to that point of, yes, we acknowledge our sin. But we also acknowledge God's grace and the power that that has in our lives. Um, yeah, it's, it's beautiful. And it's accompanied, as I say, if if I can open the DVD CD-ROM, which I haven't managed to yet, it is accompanied by some absolutely beautiful um, images in charcoal. Um, that Neil has done um, and uh, and this year I am working on actually using some of the images as well um, so that's one of the creative things that, that that and again it's one of the ways I focus on liturgy more than preaching um, so uh, yeah but that that's beautiful I love that yes yeah
So are we are we ready to move on to some of the more creative? We probably are because I've just drifted onto one of the creative things that I uh, I was thinking about. Yes. Do you want to start or shall I? Uh, you can start if oh, unless right you're then. not ready, in which case no, I know I'm fine. I'm fine. Um, so obviously there's Neil's stuff, which is really good. Um, I think it's really good with Lent. To, we often have some, the same or a growing liturgy or whatever through Advent. I try to do that in Lent as well. Um, and so I have, I will have a, a liturgy that takes, that just reminds us that this is our 40 days and perhaps draw, so, and a linked blessing as well. Um, I've also think um, one of the things I've used through Lent and I'm going to use again this year is I use a different Kyrie each Sunday um, so that um, we're, we're reminded of, of God's mercy um and just and again it's it's kind of heavy as i say heavy on the liturgy got a few things on um to put on the screen if i can share uh where am i so i've got this is i, I love this picture just a minute, i'm just gonna move um this image of jesus in the wilderness christ in the wilderness i just i just adore this picture i think it's it's incredible that sense of of just being where you are um in all the all the pain and the uh, that, that's there um so that's that's something that i will i will probably use this year if i i will use the gospel so that will be there we were talking about it not just being tough stuff this came out in 2020 love yourself <laughs> through lent um and it's got all sorts of things like um open a window and breathe deeply uh, light a candle Drink a glass of water, pray, write a letter, um, put on an outfit that makes you feel really good about yourself. So it's got 40 things to do to just sort of think. And I remember, I mean, this came out obviously during lockdown when we had Lent in lockdown. Um, but it's, it's you know, it's it's still, I think it's still very relevant. Um, and then I like, I use a, a linked image at the end of, of each service in Lent. And this is one that I've I've used in the past for um um the first Sunday of Lent. Um we have a lot of mud where I live. Um, <laughs> it's one of our muddy paths in uh, at certain times of year. So it's God of dusty desert and muddy path, of wilderness and wandering, of prayer and patience. We journey now with you. Be with us, give us strength, lift our eyes to see you beyond our uncertainty, and give us and guide us as we journey in strange times. Um, so I, I tend to, and, and then each week um, I'll have a different a different image um, that just reminds us of journey because I think the the image of journey through Lent is that we are journeying through. We're not stuck. We are actually journeying through um, in Lent. So those were some of the things that I'm going to um, look at creatively. I will stop sharing and hand over to you now. Right. So I need to share. And make sure I've got the sound on and find the right thing. So I think I think we've seen this before because it's it's fabulous. I I, I own the, the pictures, you know, I bought the pictures as a set um by someone called Simon Smith. But um someone else called Adam Young turned them into um illustrations you can just play jesus on the if you'll behave on the 40 days of lent 
So I'll just skip forward a bit. Here he is on day 17. Yeah, I've seen those, yes. <laughs> I love that. Looking at um, the rain. Yeah, and what's good about that is it it does take it's four minutes. Yeah. And six seconds. So it's right, a yeah. look, it's a long look, and you do get the temptations into that. But I think I think when we want to think about this isn't a quick thing. It having something that's four minutes long without words that's that's quiet it can yes. be you know as i say me with my flitting uh thoughts or whatever yes. it was Kodrick, uh said Kodrick said mm. um that's exactly it so yeah. um that's that's kind of where i need to be let's go mm, i love that yes i've seen that before yes so the next thing that we, you could do <laughs> is if lens for um spring cleaning bring bring a variety of items for cleaning the house and think about what does that mean for our lives so there isn't any furniture polish there but I like that idea of sometimes we just need a little bit of polishing up but other times there are other bits that might need a bit of scouring <laughs> out yeah yeah so, I like that bleaching or whatever so you get, that's just a simple one to illustration then this is um a song by Elizabeth J. Smith called Love Will Be Our Lenten Calling, um, which goes to the hymn tune of Picardy. And I'm going to play a little bit of two people singing it. Now, I will say, Holy Hermits Online, thank you for doing this. I think you need to work on singing together a bit more. <laughs> but it's lovely. I didn't see that. I didn't it, catch Elizabeth the... J. Smith. J. J. Smith. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I didn't get it. Love correct. will be our Lenten calling. It's wonderful. And I, and I just thought it was it was just nice. So it's and peace will be our Lenten living, and truth will be our Lenten learning. Yeah, uh, I love it. And oh. and again, it 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 takes us. It's every verse starts in Lent and ends in Easter, and I quite mm. like that too. Mm, mm. And then, yes. then I found this fabulous thing from someone called Steve Godfrey, who talks about the fact that in the States, there's this program where they take old barns and restore them. And um, the main guy in this program talks about um, barns being cattywampus. <laughs> Just such a good word. Catty such a good word. But that actually, um, it's a cattywampus means not being lined up correctly. So um, all you need to do is just, I, I'm not sure whether the barn's as wrecked as this, because I've never seen this programme, but but 
it just it can just take just a little bit of you know chainsawing off a little bit here and straightening there and you can you can get the barn corrected and that feels like <laughs> it does, a, an it? image to go with the psalm so when i yeah. kept silence my body wasted away through my groaning all day long but that we are we can get back into alignment with god yes i just thought it was a lovely phrase and image mm. and then what a wonderful word though it is. it is. It's a good word. And then this is this would be um, to have something to give to people for Lent. And again, if you've got a congregation of 100, this would be a lot of work. If you've got a much smaller congregation, it's doable to give each person a sheet of paper with 40 words on. Um, actually, you could probably do it with 100. And they have to, so there'll be words like grace, love, prayer you know, truth, courage, and they cut them up and they, they could make their own little box or you can provide little boxes for them to go in so that every day of Lent, um, they pick one out. Ah, yes. And they focus on yeah. that each day. So kind of doing a bit like your your hearts of good things to do, having something to do for every day of Lent is, is quite good. So, yeah. you know, spend time thinking, reflecting and writing down or drawing today's word will just help mm. you have a focus. Yes. For it. Mm. Oh, I like that. Mm. Oh, those are my ideas. Mm. Because that's all too many. That's too many thoughts and too many ideas for one service. So as yes. we normally say to everyone, just pick a few. Just pick a few. You know, pick, yes. pick one. I love that. Is it a place and a lever? What is uh, a lever and a place to stand. Yes. Yes. That is such a beautiful. Yes. It's a fantastic phrase, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Thing. So whether it's yes. finding that one phrase, um, yeah, or a focus for your worship, um, yes. Don't try and fit it all in because nobody, yes, exactly. nobody will thank you for that. No, because we actually need some space in Lent as well. Yeah. You know it's it's about stripping things back and and going to the book what really matters yeah yeah and as yeah. we said lent's 40 days it certainly is it's a long time plus plus the sundays indeed um so it's a long time and and i think having that sense of there's a long time for us to to dwell in this is really yes, important it and is especially when advent gets truncated mm. so lent lent mm. we do the full Yes. The full thing, so that we you've got do. that time to kind of breathe in the, the wilderness air, to breathe in what it means to be mm. with Jesus. In mm. the yeah. Mm. So um, I hope that there's been some things here that have um, chimed with you. And if there are, you've got more ideas, then I think you could probably send them in to Talking Absolute Worship through the links wherever you get it, through Facebook or through um, other means. It's always good to hear other people's ideas as well. But we hope that as you prepare for Lent 1, um, that you will be inspired by the Spirit to reflect on God's word and to think about those people that you'll be um, sharing worship with, that together um, there'll be something that will help all of them and you in your Lenten walk. So let's pray together. Lord, as we come to prepare worship at the beginning of Lent, we thank you for Jesus who is prepared to spend those 
40 days in the desert, during some of that time being tempted, during some of that time being reflective, in that time being hungry and tired, but being prepared for whatever next. So Lord, as we prepare worship, help us to focus on Jesus, on all he has done for us. Help us to think about our Lenten journey and how we can walk with him and be with him in the desert and how that will help us in our journey through life as it is today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.